This is CrimeFiction.fm, where we bring you today's best mysteries, thrillers, and suspense novels. I'm your host, Stephen Campbell, and I'm here with Thief Sutton. He's won the Norman Lear Award for comedy playwriting. He's won two Emmy Awards and a Writers Guild Award for his work in television. He's directed an award-winning short film. And more importantly for our purposes, he's the author of 15 Minutes, a fascinating thriller that was just re-released by Brash Books. Thief, welcome. Welcome. Hi, hi. How are you? I am I am very well, and I'm so thankful to Wikipedia and Google for getting me uh, the pronunciation of your name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It always it always stumps people. I was yes. uh, with, with my wife last night trying different things on just <laughs> for, for <laughs> kicks, and I never came up with Thief. So, uh, well, I, well, it, 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 it's kind of like Phoenix or... <laughs> Phoebe, but with an F at the end. And uh, th- it proves once again that Google really does know everything. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't, I didn't know that was in there. <laughs> so there you go. tell us about 15 Minutes. Uh, give us First, let's talk about the story behind the story, and then we'll dig into the story of the book, which I loved, by the way. But oh, le- good, good, good. Well, it, it's called 15 Minutes to Live. Uh-huh. I was reading about... Um, brain disorders, and uh, and I, I, I ran across in in Oliver Sacks' books and and various other books, and I ran across this thing called Korsakoff syndrome, which is that it's it's a form of amnesia, but instead of like forgetting everything that you've that you're forgetting your life before this, you can't form new memories, so you're living kind of in a constant. 15 minute or you know or less bubble of time and everything that you experience is new to you um you still remember your 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 past life your your you know the the life you led up until a certain point but after that it's everything is is totally new to you and it struck me as just a terrifying kind of situation and I wanted to write about it. And then I, I, I had a, I had a brain aneurysm about uh, a few years ago. So that made me even more <laughs> interested in the, uh, in the issue of, uh, of, of brain trauma. And, uh, but I, you know, at the same time, I wanted to, to write it as kind of a, of a romantic thriller, I guess, because uh, uh, it, it just struck me that, that, to be in in this situation, you would the only thing that you'd be able to hang on to would be your emotions and your feelings. Mm-hmm. For anyone, I, I'm 58 years old, and so for me, reading the book, the whole idea of being able to go back to when you're 16, 17 years old with that re-experiencing that first love. It's, yeah, uh, there, there's yeah, something appealing yeah. about the story behind this, yeah. and um, give readers a sense of you know, how the book opens. Well, it opens with a guy in in his house. Um, you know, he's somewhat dissatisfied with his life. He's in his, um, I don't know, in his 30s, I guess. The girl that he used to go out with in high school um, shows up in his backyard as she used to do when they were in high school. And uh, he hasn't seen her for years. And uh, he just thinks, well, okay, she's trying to re- she's playing some game, trying to recapture the, the lost love of all that, or the moment anyway of, of them being together. And so they go out in the backyard and they make love and they come back in and he um, 
brings her back into the house and he slowly realizes that she still thinks she's 17. She doesn't know why the house has changed and why his parents aren't there and, you know, what this, you know, weird TV is and, and all the all the modern conveniences and all that that don't make any sense to her. And, and so basically... She's she's gone back to when she was 16 in her mind, when she was 17 in her mind. And then on top of that, every time he tries to convince her or or tries to make her realize that the time has passed, she sort of resets to the to the same point of not knowing what is going on and not knowing why things are different. So, um, and, and he doesn't know who she is. She doesn't have any ID. She doesn't have any, any, um, you know, he doesn't know where, where she lives, has, hasn't kept in touch with her at all. So he's sort of stuck with this kind of, kind of a ghost. Um, and he has to figure out what to do with her. My favorite part about the beginning was this whole thing about she threw pebbles up at the, up the window yes, to let yeah, him know yeah, that she was yeah, out there. And that's what yeah, they've done yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and you yeah, lay it out yeah, so beautifully yeah, where yeah, as yeah. a young man, he was laying in bed just hoping for the sound of that pebble. And you right, know, all of us right, that were young men right. at one time understand right, that. Right. <laughs> they were, you know, obviously illicit, uh, illicit sex is a big deal when you're 17. <laughs> it is indeed. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and of course you're, you're, you, you think you know it all then, you know, so you're not, you're not, you just want your parents to leave you alone and, and let you live your life. Yeah, I've always yeah. I've always told people that when I was 17 years old, I was the smartest person in the world, and I've gotten dumber every year since. Well, that's that's very true. That's very true. That's very true because you you don't realize how much you don't know. Right, and, until you're um, old enough to um, understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this yeah. this book, 15 Minutes to Live, has had a sort of a strange life. So you wrote it. There was something that happened. You weren't happy with some I of the changes. It, I wrote that were made. I, I was, it. I was. It was published uh, under the title um, "Always Six O'clock. But I, you know, it was my first book, and um, and I, I sold it. And I was very happy that I sold it because I've been writing for television for for some years, and I kind of wanted to to do something that was mine. That, but the the editor kind of talked me into rewriting it a lot, and and kind of changing it and making it less i guess less dark um and and so that by the time it came out it was sort of it was neither fish nor fowl you know it was neither a you know a romantic novel nor a thriller it was mm-hmm. sort of neither one and it, it it didn't 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 do very well um and then when the um uh, opportunity to to republish it came out from Brush Books. I was able to go back to the original version of it, you know, and work on it some. And uh, so that the original version is is my version of it is is what is coming out in uh, in May. And I've changed the title of Fifteen Minutes to Live just to differentiate it. And uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about and it. And for listeners, this show is going to mm-hmm. air on May eighth. And the book will have come out on May 5th, so it will be right. available by right. the time you hear this. So you right. can, And I'll right. have links right. to uh, Amazon so you can go and, and buy it there. But right, it, right, right, Kindle and, and, and such. And, uh, you know, Brash Books is a, a new uh, 
publishing house that uh, publishes a lot of uh, older books and new books too, and they're they're really a good group of people. And, I, and, I have to say, from a from that. a reader perspective, I'm really excited about what they're doing because yeah, it, yeah. every one yeah. of these books of these yeah. brash books that I've read, yeah. I have yeah. really enjoyed. So whoever's selecting these books yeah. has a yeah. great eye. I don't know if it's Lee and his partner. Um, it is. It is. It's just Lee and 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 Joel, and and they're they're doing it all. <laughs> so I, I I admire them, and then I've I've known Lee for some years, but I was very happy when he offered to 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 republish this. Now you have been a television. You, you wrote television for a while. Then you were an executive producer. You were one of my all time favorite shows is Cheers, and I was th- thrilled to see that you were a writer and then an executive producer for Cheers. You won two Emmy awards for your work there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lee Lee wrote for television. So did you guys meet mm-hmm. in that world? Uh, well, actually, we did. Actually, we met at a mystery writers convention oh, okay. uh, here because he he writes for you know mostly dramas and mysteries, and I write for mostly comedies, and uh-huh. the, the they don't tend to mix. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I, I wrote for Cheers for eight years, uh, uh, most of the most of the run, and uh, and I, I started as a just a low level staff writer, and then by the end, I was a executive producing the show. I wrote probably more episodes than any single writer. Um, I think uh, Ken Levine and David Isaacs wrote a few more than I did, but they're a team, so, that I, did. <laughs> so I, I say that I, I wrote more than any single writer. Um, I wrote like 24 of them or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was a great experience. It was a great experience. The best, best writers of television at that time, Hour, I think ever um, for comedy anyway were worked on that show and it was a incredible learning experience. Yeah, I, I don't know. want to sound like an old fuddy-duddy, yeah. but I'm going to here. I mean, the comedy today, the 30-minute sitcom today, is so different than what it was back in the day of of shows like Cheers and you know that just really funny shows that weren't just one gag followed by a laugh line after another. Um, yeah, I miss yeah, those days. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, one of the things that that, that they used to do, uh, the, the Charles brothers used to, to tell us on Cheers, was not to do any uh, cult, pop cultural references because they felt it dated the show when mm-hmm. it was in reruns. So we didn't do any pop cultural references, and and also we couldn't do a lot of very explicit sex jokes, you know. So uh, you know, when you watch shows now, and they're nothing but pop culture references and, and sex it's, jokes. Yeah. They're just, that's all they are. And I thought, you know, it'd be interesting to have have people who are writing for those shows go into Cheers and have them say that, have them say that to them. And it's like, what? There's no comedy without pop culture references and sex. How can you do anything else? Now, what's, what's different between writing for television and writing a novel? It's, uh, the, I, I, it, as I understand it, I've, I've never done it, but I understand there's like a writer's room and there's a, a collaborative process that goes on in creating yeah, a script. Yeah, it's very collaborative. It's very collaborative. You're very, you pretty much live in the, the writer's room and, and, you know, you're pretty much there from the early morning to late at night. Everything that you do, you do together. Um, you break the story together. You do go off and 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 write the script on your own. Um, but then it comes back into the room, and everybody rewrites it. And 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 it, when it's in rehearsals, they're rewriting constantly and all that. So every every script is 
a little bit of everybody in it. And I know that the, um, the, you know, half the jokes that I remember that I, you know, that I wrote weren't in scripts that I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't in scripts that have my name on them. Um, and I I tell you the truth, I can't even remember what scripts I wrote and what scripts I didn't write. Um, it's, it's just sort of, it it becomes a, 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 a central mind hive, you know, which sounds like it would be, it would be kind of a lower common denominator thing, but um, you know, when you have good people, when you have great people writing, you know, it's you sort of rise to their level. You know, you rise to the level of a David Lloyd or a, a Bob Ellison. You know, the the great writers of 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 sitcoms. It's just a weird alchemy that happens. It's it's very strange. And was it then um, to go off by yourself then and write a novel? Was that uh, liberating, well, uh, more challenging. I mean, I I, I like to do both things. I, mm-hmm. I, I but before I started writing for television, I was a playwright and a and a and I wrote short stories. And so I I wrote by myself before I started writing for television. And then actually, it was rather difficult for me to learn how to write with other people. Um, so I like going back and forth. I like you know I it's it's wonderful to write by yourself because you don't have to clear anything with anybody. You can just write it. On the other hand, you don't have anybody to look to and say, well, you think of something, you know, <laughs> right? you know, you don't have any, anybody to say, uh, to challenge your ideas or to come up with a different idea. You know, every, everything is, is, is just what you, what you could think of. Well, so, so I like both, you know, and I, and I do both and I still, mm-hmm. I still do television and, and you're I, taking uh, the collaboration yeah. idea forward with your writing as well. I, I see that you're collaborating with Janet Ivanovich in, in a book that's coming out later this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wicked Charms, it comes out in, in June. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, one of the Wicked series that, she has, that she'd written two books of, and then, and then the third one I'm collaborating with her on. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's very fun. It's very much like um, you know writing for television or writing an episode of somebody's show. You know, you you know we break the story together, and and then we you know uh, you know I write some and she writes some, and then we sort of mix it together. And uh, you know, with the with the wonders of the internet, you can do that. Even though she lives in Florida <laughs> and I live in in California, yeah, it's it's very it's very fun. It's very fun. I'm actually doing four books with her. I'm doing. Uh, I have another one coming out next year. I'm going to write two more. Same series? Um, uh, no, no. The 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 one coming out next year is a new series that we're starting called uh, Mysterioso. Yeah, that's exciting um, stuff. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it is. It is. It's very fun. I mean, it, it's 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 very funny. And actually, I have I have another book coming out in July um, that I wrote myself called Crush. That's coming out from Prospect Park Books. Yeah, I, I you know I went from you know just doing a, a an occasional book to having having you know sort of sort of three books out this year so it's it's very exciting you're going to be exciting. in full-time uh, promotion mode for, for a I know this and, year. I, and I, I don't know how to do that I mean, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've got to, I need help with that because uh, I'm, I'm you know when you when you when you when you write for television or when you write for for uh, movies you know it comes out and that is all handled for you, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. And w- whether or not this handled well is another matter, but it's all handled for you, you know. I've I've had shows that were on, and no one knew they were on till till later. I did I did I did the show Terriers, you know, on on FX. I don't know if you. I'm not with familiar that with that one. 
um, well, it was a mystery show, um, and and it just nobody knew knew it was on. And then, like two years later, everybody found it on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it did great on Netflix. But that doesn't do you any good. Well, speaking because <laughs> by then you you know you're everybody's split up and going different ways. Speaking of uh, streaming yeah. video, I I saw that you were involved in Alpha House as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that. is a super funny show. I just love oh, that. I like that show. I like that show. Yeah, it 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 has unfortunately not been not been renewed, oh. so they won't well, be doing any more of them. I know, I know, I know. Very disappointing. Yeah, no, that that was a that was a great experience. You know, again in a writer's room with you know with Gary Trudeau. You know, my God, and uh, and and Jonathan Alter, um, and uh, yeah, that was a, that was a. Wow, that was a fun experience. So you're yeah. you're one of the few people who are involved with Amazon on both the video and the uh, on publication side. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they. I don't even know if they even have any communication with each other, or they even know that I was working. <laughs> Probably not. I don't, Probably I don't know. Not. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, Fief, it's, yeah. it's been great chatting with you. What's the best way? You've got a lot coming up. What's the best way for people to keep up with what you're doing? <laughs> Uh, well, I have a website, fiefsutton.com. Uh, now, let's let's spell it for people. Um, I, I will say that that I'm going to link this up in the show <laughs> notes, but you go ahead and spell it for people. It's P H O E F S U T T O N. No space. P H O E F S U T T O N. Uh, dot com, and uh, I have a you know a Facebook uh, page too that I you know uh, I'm. Thief Sutton. There, there's only one. Yeah, that, that's true. And if, <laughs> um, if you do, everyone um, should just search you on Google, and you'll get the same Wikipedia uh, entry that I found that showed me how to pronounce your name. That I was so <laughs> thankful for. <laughs> well, the, the 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 only the only good thing about that name is that it, there's there's only one of them. So, <laughs> you, know, you don't have to worry about finding having somebody else think they're you or something. Um, Okay, cool. cool. All right. So thanks again. This is Stephen Campbell for CrimeFiction.fm. You can find us on iTunes and on the web at www.CrimeFiction.fm. Thanks for listening.